Guess what we what we went to do last night, y'all. We saw uh, we saw girls trip. Oh, it's so inspiring. It was so good. Isaac, you like it? <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of quiet. He didn't go. He didn't go. <laughs> it was a girls trip to see girls trip. Yeah. Oh. It was yeah. like five of us that yeah. went to go see it. And it, it was, was a, so fun. It was a hoot. Mm. Let me tell y'all something. And it wasn't because I had two glasses of wine before the movie. I think I would have thought it was funny regardless of the wine. Okay. Mm. Okay. Here's what's, here's what's funny. Mm-hmm. So everybody was like, oh, Girl's Trip was so good. You're going to like it. But, you know, in the, in the history, as in like the last three years, movies have not been that damn good. They haven't been that funny. And they ain't been that damn, just they ain't been that good, okay? Yeah. So I knew the movie was going to be good. Jada's in it. You know, like, okay, she ain't Oh, she put was us. the reason you thought it was going to be good? Yeah. Because Jada? Yeah. Because Jada only acts in, like, blockbuster no, good movies, right? I she has I, a, like, a long-standing reputation as a thespian, right? I, I feel like Don't she wasn't Jada. going to put, uh, put Oscar herself. Oscar's so white. What did, what did, what did uh, Chris Rock say? <laughs> she <laughs> wasn't invited. She wasn't invited. <laughs> Will was invited. Wait, Queen Latifah's in it, right? Right. Yeah. right. You don't think she's funny? The she's queen. Plenty of oh funny movies, but I thought She's that they, good. I, I thought I like because Queen. they were associate, they associated themselves with it that it was it was going to be a good movie. Now, how was um, Madea in it? Was she good in it? Madea was not in the movie, oh, nowhere shit. near it. But when I say this, like three thousand percent exceeded my expectations, like from start to finish, I was buckled over, crying, laughing yeah. the entire fucking movie like it was so good even in the sad parts it was fucking hilarious mm-hmm. like it was so good like now, whoever a, wrote it there was no sad part what, would a there guy enjoy this movie I think guy? so honestly well, Casey thinks so I think that you shouldn't go if you cheated on your girl and you got the bitch with you uh, right that's what Charlamagne said yeah yeah, yeah. otherwise it's hysterical mm-hmm. it's like so what if you cheated on everybody he said he, cool? said he said he said um, that movie is cheat shaming <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, that's is it cheat shaming? Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, all right. first yeah. of all, we should be shaming. Uh, oh, 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 should. Well, what's we wrong with cheating? cheating? Okay. We just had this conversation. All right, fine. Affair shaming. <laughs> but the guy cheated. Did he have an affair in that? He had an affair. He had an affair. He had an affair. He had okay, an affair. so we've already established last okay. week that so, that's classy, right? I, I, I no. came to this conclusion that everybody cheats. Mm. I don't think so. I think everyone's opportunity. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before you so. before you say that, That's do you think point, that though. everybody cheats? I'm not cheating. Hold on, Brittany. Not do yet. You, <laughs> <laughs> do you think everybody cheats in every relationship or everybody has cheated at what, some point in their right. life? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like everyone's capable of cheating. Oh no. Have everyone's they capable? Yeah, like anyone okay. can cheat. Okay. I think everybody's which, capable. And I think we're in which all case it makes you a cheater, right? Because if you no. sin before you're a sinner. What the fuck? In the eyes of God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I think that I think I don't think that Lord. everyone has cheated in their life, but I think that ninety percent of the population may have. Just because. Let yeah, me I tell agree. you why. Let me tell you why I say that. Just because when we're growing in relationships and we're learning who we are, we make mistakes. There are some relationships that we hold on to for the wrong reasons. And because we're not being satisfied the right way, most people will find it elsewhere just to keep the relationship together until they get caught. You see what I'm saying? I had a conversation with this guy who said a man can a woman cannot prevent a man from cheating 
but a man can prevent a woman from cheating. Lies they tell. No, fuck you, bitch. No. Who the fuck were you? Who I said think everyone's that? opportunist. No, you can't like, prevent me. Let me tell you. First well, off, no, I'm his, not glorifying real quick, cheating. His, his theory was that a woman only cheats because she's not being fulfilled emotionally and all these different reasons in her relationship. A man can cheat out of pure convenience, even if he I, loves I his that. woman. I agree with completely. that 100%. So, but you just said that he was wrong. I think but the way was it was framed. Theory. I okay. think the way it was framed. The way you framed it, it made more sense. That's it. Well, no, that's what he told. Like that was his backstory. But I think also nigga? cheating could lead to yeah, a happy relationship. Really. Could help the relationship. Yeah, it, it has could improved lead to a happy relationship. Uh, it's like the water. It's like yeah. the water, right? You don't miss it till the well runs dry, right? Like you get know. caught cheating, oh, and oh, you're like, I oh, let me get my shit together because this person's gonna leave. Yeah, mm. wow. or this person has the ability to get people other than me. Right, like it, I have seen it actually strengthen relationships. Oh, Patrice sure. I'm O'Neal. not saying that that's the, the <laughs> way. Patrice O'Neill, <laughs> may he rest in peace. Yeah, uh, has a, a hilarious segment in in one of his standups where he talks about how honorable mm-hmm. cheating men are. I'm sorry, and and he said <laughs> he said he said think about this for a second, ladies. That your man loves you so much that go. he does not want to hurt your feelings by making you feel that you aren't enough. So he goes Nigga. out of his way to sneak and find some help, happiness elsewhere. See, let me so tell you something because that's a debate there. I've you seen that all up your and down emotions. Facebook. Hold on. I've seen that debate all up and down Facebook. Who does a man love most? The woman who he hides shit from or the woman who knows everything? Oh, that's a good question. I think, and we've touched on this in the past Mm -hmm. where I've even said that I dated someone where when I was giving her the 100%, she got mad as fuck and was like, yo, why are you telling me this? Like, you know, because she kind of felt like if I cared, then I would lie. And I I don't know if that's because that's that's how she was conditioned or if because there is... But 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 but, but is you there protect a, the ones you love, right? You protect the ones you love. But how are you protecting me if you lying to me and not because giving if you me an ask someone a, a, tr- a question, you may not want the answer. No, and you may not I be able like, to fix it. But no, listen, you may not be able to fix. How some could you things. not? What in a relationship? I can paint a couple of scenarios where you can't not fix. It. fix. Me, me, and Omar have had this and conversation. And if they can't fix it, then that means you need a new bitch. Possibly. Right, because but, if they but, can't but, fix it. But when we say you need a new bitch or woman, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, sorry, she sorry, doesn't man. know any other term. Uh, you know, I just don't know your synonymous name with woman now. You know, what cat say? Not, I just don't not, know your you name. Know, right, right. No, I get it. I don't get, get it. You know, I, I just didn't want to. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it sounds way better coming out from your mouth than mine. Anyway, <laughs> no, uh, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, because she's a woman. It doesn't sound good for any of our mouths. No, 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 no. We say We can say nigga. And, we it's, and it sounds no, we can say it, and it oh, sounds yeah. good coming out of our mouths. A white person saying it's like, mm, nah, nigga, <laughs> I call you a nigga, you can't call me a nigga. But anyway, me, me and Omar have talked about this uh, quite a few times, and, and we've even you know referenced it on the podcast in the past that some women just have amazing coochie, and mm. some women just do not. Right? It, it, it's nothing you can do. I, and I, I, I know that this movie has something to do with grapefruit. I, I don't know what, <laughs> but but I think that has something to do with yeah. the taste of coochie or something no, or, or no, not, not, not really or, or keeping it together it not didn't, at all oh, okay. you're thinking about pineapple was. juice oh that's what I'm thinking about uh, okay. yes. pineapple yes. juice alright so I don't know what the grapefruit is no, the reference I gotta see the movie yep. anyway uh, so I don't care how much pineapple juice you drink how much shit you try to do some women were just born with amazing coochie 
what happens if a guy falls in love with a woman and she does not have amazing coochie? Same way on the flip side. What happens if a woman falls in love with a guy and, you know, she's totally invested and he's got the micro penis and it's like, fuck. So that's not something that you can just be like, oh, man, you know, I feel like a person needs a pass to go and be with a guy that that sexually gratifies them unless you're saying that the only way that you can be fulfilled emotionally is is by not being fulfilled sexually you know what i'm saying like yeah, the, no, it, it, it not, gets it's tricky right. and, and and there's only so many strap-ons and it's, a, extra it's almost like silly shit that I, you I, and i'll back you up i'll back you up on this isaac mm-hmm. it's just like you know when you when you had couples that got married back in the day mm-hmm. and if you had the whack stuff downstairs you can that was a reason for divorce because a lot of people waited to have sex until they get married right and then they get married and then they finally have sex and they're like damn what the fuck did i just do <laughs> so i can't were, live with this for the rest of my life get a divorce based on that <laughs> solely you're not, you're not piping or you just you just don't have the good good and it's just like but I, they didn't look at it back then you like that but yeah. i think nowadays it's we're more progressive where we look at it Nah, it was I right, not enough to keep me around. Right. And then you see the the girls with the good stuff mm-hmm. with a dude knocking on the door at three in the morning. Bitch! <laughs> oh come God. out now. Who like, you in there with? I feel like no one is perfect. No one is perfect for sure. And when you're in relationships, um, both parties make compromises for sure. But if it's something that is important to you, like the way her pussy feels when you have sex, okay? then you need to find a woman that feels that way when you have sex because cause if you're going to if you're going to be with someone who's subpar to you you're going to always have this itch where you're going to step out on That's that person That's true but then but then peep though the one with the great coochie right 9 times out of 10 she crazy so then that Define. means that I have and she's a, and she's probably a serial cheater. A uh, serial cheater. Right, Why yeah. would she be a she, serial cheater? Because she got a bunch of other niggas that she know got, she got good coochie. No, that, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. Y'all are just <laughs> yeah, right. right. These are blanketed statements. I know this for a fact. They are. They are. The girls with the nuke. The girls with the nuke. They used to have a few kids. There's Damn. usually 10 dudes hanging around no, that bro. will fight you. That no, will bro. fight you for this girl. And oh, he hasn't dated her in years. <laughs> but he will fight you But that's and still his family. woman. That's yeah. still his he will woman. fight you and your family <laughs> and over your this family. woman. He'll beat your little brothers up, your uncles, everybody He'll beat woman. your kids up. <laughs> right. He'll beat up your kids. Because he'll be like, this woman, I'm not letting go. Oh I am not letting God. this go. Oh, my God. Y'all are just tripping. So are y'all boycotting the NFL? Here we go. <laughs> By default, because the Bears ain't doing <laughs> shit. <laughs> right, fucking bullshit. No, but bear. Colin Kaepernick is still being, quote, blackballed. And a lot of people are starting to feel like, you know what? Screw this. Let's boycott the NFL. But you know what's funny? What? I think if the, the team Which who one? has the fucking balls, just any team, mm-hmm. it could be the motherfucking Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. I think the team who has the balls to pick up Colin Kaep- Kaepernick their sales will fucking go banana. Well, his their, jersey, his jersey, his jersey sales skyrocketed when he started taking a knee. Here's what's bad. Partly Jay Cutler to get side. Partly, Sorry. partly Sign? to burn them. But he, <laughs> to who? this nigga <laughs> got signed for real. Get the he fuck. Color's so dolphins. trash. It's I don't. And he does have the best arm. He does, but he's trash still. Yeah, I mean mentally, you, he's trash. Yes, just because you can. Throw hard if you can't put the ball where you want it. Throw hard. 
So, okay. He, could, he, he definitely oh, has an man. arm and he can definitely get it to the opposite team. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about Sorry, it. Sorry, uh, non-Chicago listeners. That was our former quarterback. He's fucking Oh, no. Trash. Everybody knows. Does everybody know who Cutler they, is? Yeah, they bet. Nobody watched the Bears with Chicagoans. I just wish no. he just They were so wrist. garbage. Who watched the Bears? I wish They he watched the Bears when we were playing them because they knew that they was what about to I get that win. To the other <laughs> when they team was playing, like, oh, hell yeah, we about to win this game. They didn't have to watch that game. I'm they putting in all my best win. players <laughs> on fantasy football on fantasy and shit. Football nigga, shit. we about to clown. No, right. um, Cutler. <laughs> we about to clown. Oh no, not 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 Cutler. Kaepernick. Okay, so let me let me. Oh my god, uh, because I'm about to sound like the biggest Uncle Tom on this shit. Right uh, now. Please I'm about to be don't. totally unwoke. You right? gonna make us unlike so, you? Right? I mean, I know, I know. Like I already know some people gonna feel some kind of way. Right? Let what me. But, so so I want to I want to preference. What you eating, bro? I want to preface. I'm really, sorry. is that what we're doing? Okay. Because because oh. clearly the people that listen <laughs> to this podcast care about Omar and his chicken wings. Because you asked them to get food, but anyway. Okay, sorry. Uh, so, like I said, uh, I want to preface this statement with the fact that I am a big fan of Colin Kaepernick's. Like so okay. big a fan that even before he was kneeling, I wanted him to win that Super Bowl that he was in several years back. Like, like I, I, I'm a fan yeah. of people that got slept on and then they get an opportunity and they run with the shit and don't look back. Mm-hmm. So I was a big time fan of his. Um, the moment he started kneeling, admittedly, in the early stages, you know, I questioned the intent um, just because of the fact that, you know, he wasn't performing. So when you see someone not performing and then they start doing things, you, 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 you know, you start to question their motives a little bit like. Eh, but then as I saw him being more consistent with it, I became a big time fan of his and the fact that he didn't ask for the attention. Right. Right. Like right. basically what he did was he he made his statement his own way. You know, um, and and I feel like a lot of people He wasn't looking for that. a photo op. He wasn't looking for a photo op. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> now that the, the things have gone the, the route that they've taken, I I am really on the fence about how I feel about, you know, uh, a unilateral boycott of the NFL. And the reason I say so is because and me and Omar talked about this the other day. Like, I place the honest more on the players that are in the locker room with him mm. and the players that are on the opposing teams because they can make the biggest statement yes. than a bunch uh, or a few of black people deciding we're not going to watch the game. Like, yeah, we'll make we'll 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 create some ripples, right? But once again, we're still thirteen percent of the population. Why do you However, feel like a, a Uncle Tom here? Well, no, 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 because he because was against him taking a knee. Well, no, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, because. I don't know if I'm going to boycott it because one, oh, I don't I think see. it's going to be effective. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And two, I don't know. I, I don't believe that the only reason he wasn't picked up is because of the knee. I think that that may have factored into the case of, of maybe about three or four teams, right? But, you know, and, I, and, I, and I've shared this with friends recently. I, I hate when people attempt to put themselves into the psyche of someone else and say why someone didn't do something that that you think they shouldn't have done. So like why I don't the own a fucking team. Exactly. Because I guarantee you that there may have been maybe two out of the 30 NFL teams, maybe three or four, that decided not to pick him up because they didn't want the distraction. But there were some people that was just like, yo, his style of play doesn't fit into our offensive system. And so when you really start to break down sports, he's a, he's a quarterback that has to run outside the pocket. He's not fucking Tom Brady that takes three steps back 
and puts it right where it's supposed to be. That's why he didn't fit well into the San Francisco, you know, format. He plays like RG3. He plays like most black quarterbacks. And that's why most black quarterbacks don't get picked up because there's a when you talk about offensive mindset, when you pick up a Colin Kaepernick and you actually plan to use him, you got to change everything. You got to change your offensive line and how they move around because you got to protect this nigga now that's running all over the place. You got to change. You got to have wide receivers. Man, it changes things. And and those types of quarterbacks don't last long in the league because they always take a lot of punishment because you're always running and you're always getting sacked. So it's like when we automatically look at this situation. And because we don't like the fact that he didn't get picked up, right, because of of, of what he symbolizes to us, Mm -hmm. a billionaire owner of a franchise, maybe making a business decision, they may believe in that there's issues with police brutality. But I'm not going to bring this dude on just for some emblematic purpose because I want to make some black people feel good. I got a question. Okay. I mean, great point, Ray Lewis. But <laughs> do you think? Do you think? Do you think? Uh, Kaepernick is better as a better quarterback than Jay Cutler. Mm. Nigga, let me tell you, anybody, my brother that's is a, a better question. quarterback. That's a than that's me. a good question. Oh, um, damn, that's hard, man. That's, so if that's he hard, is, that's hard. So that's if hard. he is, that's then hard. it's not about that's his hard. game plan. I'll, I'll put it like this. I'll put it like this, and this and this is gonna make me feel bad. Because I'm about to defend Cutler. Cutler, inside of, what, five or six years, had five different offensive coordinators, three coaches, like, and, 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 and he was putting up numbers when he could stay healthy. He also had a shitty offensive line. So if we're talking just straight up and down talent in terms of arm talent, I think that Cutler is better. Now, Getting the ball to have, the right team. That's what I mean. <laughs> now, in terms of Kaepernick, <laughs> right. when I saw Kaepernick, in, 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 in his prime, or not prime, because I think he probably still is in his prime. When I saw him in the right conditions with the right coach, have, yeah, he, he got the to the right, Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but then when we saw him last year, what did he go, like 2-13 or but some shit? he had shit? a shit. He you know was distracted. Okay, so same way with color. And he was and and so, and so, you know, but see, I, I, honestly, I think all of that was just a detraction, but I I don't know. Like like I said, I, I'm, I'm not saying that there aren't people that – felt some kind of way about the move that he made. I'm saying that we can't be quick to believe that the only reason he's not on the team is because of the system, you know, going against this statement that he made. I feel bad because I don't follow sports enough, but I have heard sports commentators who are very knowledgeable about these things and the quarterbacks that have been picked up, and they're confirming there's no way – ex-quarterback gets picked up, even as a second or third string, and Colin Kaepernick does not. So I think that that's where people are like, right. you know, it, it it is clear he's clearly being back blackballed because he's not even asking for the money that they keep lying and saying he's asking for, like and, all sorts of shit. Like it's it's just not. And here's true. my deal, right? So we all have different beliefs, different morals, different values. When you have something like the NFL, the NBA, the um, NHL, the um, MLB, MLB, all of that, you're putting. A group of people together that come from all types of different ethnicities, cultures, you know, and it's and it's all to make at the end of the day money. Right. But I feel like as an organization, regardless of who you are, you have to stand behind the people that go out there and make your money. Right. Y'all may be the most racist motherfuckers, whatever. But at the end of the day. In my opinion, if I was a team owner, I have to keep my people happy, 
for them to continue to to perform for me because regardless of what I'm paying you, nigga, I'm making three times. Yeah, that so, shit. So I need to take care of my racist fans. It, it, listen, but here's my deal. Here's my deal. Okay, regardless of regardless of whether you know if someone's Muslim, because it, what if somebody was from a different culture? Like you, you have that a lot in MLB. I'm not finna fucking say yo damn national anthem. Anthem. That ain't mine. I'm not finna do that. You have a lot of people who come from like Cuba, all types of different places that have nothing to do with the United States. And so just because he has this belief and he takes the knee doing whatever, I don't think that that's something to stir a ton of controversy as it had. You know what I mean? It shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been. To me, I'm like, he don't want to. No problem. Let's keep this shit moving. Well, here's 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 also something, too. And, and, And once again, because there's there's a couple of different ways to not only look at the discussion, but a couple of different ways to have the discussion. Let's put ourselves in the state of mind of an owner. Okay, like I said a moment ago, hypothetical. Right. You (laughs) own this team. Owners don't like anyone that's going to create ripples about anything. Like, like they they want people concentrate with, um, all the the murders and the um, rapists. They don't the, like that. They don't like it well, when you when you're smoking up, weed. Still, <clears throat> they cover them. No, and no, no. no. Fighting, but but, but see, but see, once again, though, we say you say dog fighting, right? But you also say Michael so Vick, bullshit. who was the best quarterback in the league at that time. Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick went for like two for fucking fourteen or fifteen or whatever last year. So what I'm getting at is, if you're an owner and you have a choice. Do I want to take a chance on this person? Now, I know this person comes with a lot of baggage and they're currently not winning. Do you want to be the one that potentially pisses off your fan base that, you know, um, brings on this quarterback and then, they, and then he gets in the game and he doesn't perform? That's one thing if you were guaranteed, yo, this dude is going to take you to the playoffs or take you to the Super Bowl. This is a winner. Anybody would deal with bullshit when you're winning, but when you're losing and making a statement, that's a very big thing to ask a person say hey this guy that for the last two years hasn't been performing can but, you pick but, him up and i hear and then, you and then and because you. think about it think about it if your team then goes you know four for 12 or you know whatever mm-hmm. in the next year mm-hmm. will people believe that the reason that you all went four for 12 was just because well no you know we had some issues with our offensive line or are they gonna think now nah, it's because of Colin Kaepernick well, and problem, all the distractions no, that were going on in the locker room. So it's not just about him. It's not. It's 53 it's other not, players on that team all of those, that's got to deal with that shit as well. All of those coaches and owners are all hypocrites then because it's not just like that particular story was a huge story, but you have several players who were in the news for domestic violence. Ben for, Roethlisberger. Yes. Like, Two-time Super Bowl winner. Damn it. Okay. Give me an example of someone who wasn't a winner. And then, and then we'll go there. Who is People there? will Wait. put up with bullshit if you're winning. I'm telling you, he had one of the most horrible records last year, and he didn't get picked up this year, and we want to make it about him kneeling. If he took them motherfuckers to the Super Bowl so last you, year, he'd still be on uh, uh, San Francisco. They wouldn't have let him go. That's what I'm getting at. I, I, I we agree cannot, with that. We I think, cannot I think turn that's it a strong into... Argument. It's, it's just a like, very it's just like if you worked argument. in corporate America, if you're a, a great sales rep and you want a top sales rep, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> you take as much time off as you want to. No one cares you know about what the fuck. Your ass ain't oh, closing sales and they like, look, you could be in there 60 hours a week. They walk by, nigga, is that Facebook? 
<laughs> go to HR. You know, you like, God damn. They're like, yeah, he's been, uh, he's been a little touchy with some of the women around here. They're like, well, yeah, we'll have a talk with him. <laughs> so he's not going to get fired. We'll have a talk. We'll have him. a talk. We'll investigate him. I think this. the right. bigger impact is the audience more than, the, than his performance, honestly. I, I think you can look at it both ways, right? It's a double-edged sword at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I, I think I agree with you, too. There's uh, no good I, There's no good solution. Because it's hard as an owner, like you said, if he's not performing. like I pick, But at the same time, but if he's second and third string, this nigga ain't really going to have to perform that much anyway. But he would have normally been picked up in that role. And I give you that. But why pick up somebody on second or third string if you know that they are about to own the news cycle, you see what I'm saying? Like, like the only way that you're going to take on the, the, the negative publicity and press that may come with bringing him on is if he is going to be the person that gets you to the Super Bowl. I'm not going to say, hey, let's let's arbitrarily take on a shit ton of bad press for a nigga that's going to sit on the bench. If I was the Cleveland for, Browns, for 17, I would. you know, the games. Cleveland Browns could definitely pick him up. Oh, my God. They don't have shit to lose. They need the nigga. negative publicity. Every time, <laughs> they need some publicity. Every time I play a lot of teams that need It's a lot of teams that need this goddamn publicity. Every time I join a fucking fantasy game on FanDuel, whenever the Bears play Cleveland, we need them. I'll be like, "Ooh, I'm gonna win this. I got this five, six, seven dollars." So Ozzy is basically saying, like, one. Of the, I remember a story like this was a long was a, what happened when uh, the the Saints went to the when they won the Super Bowl, and Reggie Bush was there, and because Kim Kardashian was there. It took all the publicity away right. from the Super Bowl. Mm. And all the news and, and the sports announcers could talk about was how beautiful is Kim Kardashian? And it's like, this Damn. dude just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about how pretty Kim Kardashian. <laughs> and it just and then that's when they released him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because they didn't want that publicity. Now it's like we want this to be I about think, the I game, think, not I about Kim that, Kardashian. I do think a lot of the, the the truth lies somewhere in the middle here. Like I think it's a combination yeah. of the fans, the the you know racist fans, the the owners having to make a business decision about distractions and shit like that. Um, all of it. So I do think that all of it plays a role. And, and one of the most interesting things is that's what um, sucks though. Because I, yeah. I read the article about the national anthem. Like they act, the military actually pays the NFL to do the national anthem. Like it's a, right. it's not that of an old thing. It's a no. fairly new thing. And the way it was designed, the players would actually sit in the locker room doing the national anthem and they would come out after. But when? the when? the military uses the them out there on the field as a recruiting tool to get people to join the military. Yeah, because they bring a flag out and shit and right. then they have the National Guard come out. Like it's a show. It is a show. And especially when it's like the Super Bowl or the NF- NBA Finals, mm-hmm. and they really go the fuck all out. So, <clears throat> speaking of the flag, what y'all think about Confederate, this new HBO show? Man, you just coming with the heat right this now. Right, you're right. trying to pick a fight. I'm so crazy. She like, I'm let's argue. Be, She's like, let's <laughs> argue. Your mama happy. ugly. Let's <laughs> argue. Hey, who want to argue? <laughs> she jumped on Facebook with a controversy. <laughs> Who want to argue? I'm ready to argue. Yeah, you're trolling oh, yeah. Where the trolls at? Where my trolls at? Let's <laughs> argue. Tro- where Trollmar at? Hashtag fight let's, me. Let's go ahead and troll. <laughs> let's wake up the trolls on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. 
right, right. No, I just, you know, I heard about the show and, uh-huh. you know, black Twitter went crazy. Uh, for those of you who don't know about the show, apparently the creators of um, Game of Thrones, as far as the, the actual show, not the, the books, um, they are going to, after the show ends, they will be releasing a show called Confederate on HBO, which is basically uh. what would have happened if... Um, the Confederacy won the Civil War. Is that right? <laughs> right. Right. So slavery would have still existed. Right. Um, you know, why? 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 <laughs> God. Well, that, <laughs> okay, this is just like last night. You, I couldn't wait to hear what you felt about last this, Last night, I said to them, they, we, we, we were with our girls mm-hmm. and love these bitches dearly. Yes. Somebody, I think Jesse said, her and her guy went to go see Detroit. Mm. And she was like, it was so fucked up mm. that on their walk home, they didn't say shit to each other. Oh like, like almost like it's they had gotten kind of like, oh, almost shit. like they had gotten into an argument. Is and it going to make me hate shit. white people? Is it one of those kind of for a little bit? It's an so. extension uh. of what the fuck is happening today. And right, she made right, a comment that right. that hit me like a thousand breaks. I just turned around. Mm. I didn't even make a spiff about it. She was like, what's crazy is it happened in 1960 something, but this is shit that we see every day today. Mm-hmm. And it's such a simple comment, but it's something that's so fucking real. I'm like, dude, and I say, because you know I'm stupid, I'm like, niggas, it's too soon. Trump is still there. Like, we're still <laughs> dealing with dumb shit every day. It's too soon. You know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, too soon. This shit is happening today. Mm-hmm. Same shit with this Confederate bullshit. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, y'all don't have enough to be happy about <laughs> you don't have enough you got Trump and all you KKK motherfuckers can come out the woodworks and like 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 homosexuals and be and be free and just live in your hatred and live in your racism live in and your you, truth is what they would truth, say right and you want to make a show called confederate well, to give t- us well the black man's been winning so long it's time for the white man to take the country back right affirmative it action is. they try to get rid of that it shit time. the you white know? man said I need my country back <laughs> I'm telling you I'm trying I to like get my coffee black but I'm not try- that black <laughs> right. I'm not Harvard legacy I'm trying I to get can't. up into this college I can't. I'm not watching that shit I hope it crashes I can only shop at too many burn. you know so many black businesses man cause these uh, white old this white men out here hurting they need some help they need some help I told you about the Deloitte thing it's like they coming. Mm, that's they said, so fucked up. They said and, you we know, need our country back. And, and I just want to understand. I want to know. Okay, I know money drives a lot. You okay. know, money is the root of everything. Root of all evil. This is what the we love for. of money is the root of the all love evil. Because money. money's okay. great. Money's great. <laughs> yes, but we created this system, right? Because mm-hmm. back in the day, back 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 in the day, we had a barter system. We didn't right. have like when a you say money we, system. you mean as in people or as people. In black people or not black people, people, just people, people in, the, the, the white human people. race, white people designed white the system people designed in their favor. The in their favor. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, it's something that is man-made. Okay, mm-hmm. Jesus didn't say money was it. Like we, but he sure love wine. Hey, I'm with the nigga. Let me tell you something. Me and God get along very well. But listen, um, okay. So I want to understand why, along with the money, if if money is what you want, why do we need all of these prejudices and 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 hatred and and racism against each other to get this to get this money? Because it helps you get the money. But I don't understand yeah, that. That's true. It I don't helps get you that get the though. money. But because I don't understand who's that, why. Who's that ESPN dude who? 
no matter what a black guy does, he has something negative to say about it. Stephen A. Smith? No, 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 no. The, the, uh, no, the, uh, the fat guy, the fat guy who went back and forth oh, with like Charlemagne, Chris. Yeah, is it I can't Chris think of his something? Name. Oh yeah. yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Did you about. hear about that? Um, uh-uh. Oh yeah, he's he's, he's, he's Uncle Tom, right? Like, but, 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 but he's, oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah, one yeah, of their like correspondents. Like he's yeah. not one of their regulars. He's yeah. trying to become a regular, but you know, he's like whatever you pay me, garbage. I'll say something negative about right, black right. man. Like, 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 <laughs> just point him out. Point him out. I got. That's the game, though. That that is the game. When it when it comes, okay. So you you actually said a lot, Brittany, but but to the no, I mean no no, and I mean. A lot she, of stuff to no, she, she that's right that's worth digging into, but I want to keep it on target as it relates to it's that so show, hard. The Confederate, because <laughs> I, once again we had this conversation the other day, and this is this is another one of those moments, man, where it's Uncle Tom Mike and shit, right? Like, <laughs> you know, Uncle I, there is a piece of me that wants to see this show. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I want to see how they're going to do I it. I feel like I'm going to destroy my flat screen. I, but 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 what That's if? Fun. What if? Because what if they flip it on you though? Exactly. Because think about what you just said a moment ago. It, you, you talked about how th- things that have happened in the past, it's not much different now, right? So when we think about a show where Blacks are still in slavery. That seems so farce to us, and it makes us like angry, right? But what happens if the way they do it feels and looks exactly how the shit is in reality in 2017? And the overall point that they're trying to say is minorities are still enslaved. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, not not they're getting beaten and teeth knocked out, like not the atrocities, but you're owned. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're owned, and we are owned to a large degree. We're owned by these fucking credit cards. We're owned by these corporations. We're owned by our jobs. Mm-hmm. We're owned by fucking the government. Like we no, are I, slaves to a, to a it, fucking degree. New slaves. New right. slaves. I think it could probably. So he could. He could flip it. Think deal. about it. No, no, no. There's gonna be iPhones in this motherfucker. Like it's technology. There's still right. gonna be technology. It's still gonna. So how I'm do sure, you justify? Let me tell you something. An atrocity like that. Game of Thrones is one of the best shows ever created. Okay, so um, I don't tell you something. D- just because you don't watch it doesn't mean it's not true. Uh, you don't think powers? You don't think powers one of the best? Shows she don't watch. Power. I don't watch power. So, so I, if I watched it, I may say the same Omar. thing. She's not she's woke. Not woke. But, she's not woke. No, but what I will say, <laughs> I like so, to reclaim my time. <laughs> <laughs> so to your point, Isaac, I I think that the way they do it, it would probably be awesome. Okay, however. I am tired of them telling our stories and not coming up with something original. Like, I just want to see original content. You don't think this is original? No. And and this won't be our story because this is a fictitious, quote unquote, fictitious reality. So this is actually science fiction to a degree. Casey hates black struggle movies. She's over the black struggle. She hates the. I fucking hate it. I am exhausted by it. And I think that that I probably speak for a lot of us because, and that's why so many of us gravitate toward shows like Insecure, which I'm, I'm a huge advocate for because it's just a story about us being normal. Like that is. No, <laughs> I'm not Team Tasha. Oh, 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 you Team Issa? I'm not Team Issa, but I'm certainly not Team uh, Tasha. Okay. Um, but nonetheless, I think that, and a lot of us gravitate toward a lot of these new shows, Atlanta, Blackish. You know, a, a lot of we're just we're we're looking for stories that are not 
showing the kind of struggle that it's like it makes us feel bad about ourselves. Like I'm tired of seeing slave shit. Like that's I I've gotten enough. I've gotten enough. And I just I I don't I mean, I'm not saying I won't watch it. I'm just saying I don't really want to watch it. <laughs> it's like the NFL shit. <laughs> 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 Out of pure curiosity, I might. You know. All right, uh, I heard that the I heard that the Bears are eight and one, and even though we're all boycotting, I am going to watch this next game just because I'm curious to find out uh, what this white boy is doing and shit at a uh, quarterback. <laughs> they say we might go all the way this year. Kaepernick <laughs> is cool and shit. I, I think he's good with this. I, I don't he just think needs to mind. cut his hair, right? You know what. <laughs> If he get a nice be, low cut be more, and be more presentable, uh, yeah, be, be more, more presentable. presentable. Put on a suit or something. You trying to get, right, get a low cut? Get a low cut. No, but did y'all hear that? Like Mike Vick said that shit. I did. Like stop. Maybe Wait, get those was tattoos it Mike removed. Mike Vick has had too much shit happen to be the advocate <laughs> right. for Tom Foolery. Mike, Mike Vick still got pit bull bones in his backyard. He's like, you need to cut your hair. Right? Was it Mike Vick? Was it Mike Vick that had to give the apology about the Uncle Tom? shit he was saying about um yeah he is yeah. so yeah. here's the thing about yeah, mike did. vick ass why he needs to stop <laughs> <laughs> and the people around him like this yeah. dude was running dog fighting in his basement mm. like how do you how, how did in, anyone a lawyer or or a pr person walk into mike vick, vick's house and say hey what's that noise oh those are the dogs downstairs we're fighting them <laughs> and no one's like man that's probably not a good idea <laughs> Cause he but let people in his house, <laughs> and then it's like, fast forward. Let me start giving people advice. <laughs> <laughs> Learn niggas. from my mistakes. <laughs> Be presentable, man. Cut your hair, man. Do the pit bull fighting in Minnesota. <laughs> my hair wasn't cut low enough when I was fighting the right, dogs. Exactly. Otherwise, they would have been cool with that it. That may have been his takeaway. His takeaway wasn't that he was fighting the dogs. It was that he had cornrows. I like, God damn it, if I had a fade and I was light skinned, nigga, I would. I my mother known. said I should have cut my hair. That I'm cute with my hair. And pull my pants up and shit. That's what I get. Stop. All right, y'all. Let's get into the topic. Let's get into it. everyone this is casey alana and this is Brittany, and we are back with another installment of the tequila tales unleashed podcast Woo-hoo. where we discuss everything love and relationships with a twist yep we are here with our special guests plural special guests plural like omar and isaac are both yeah. special guests Omar the only one that called himself like special special but I'm um, special special Brittany <laughs> brown chicken brown girl <laughs> special guest Omar Jones <laughs> hello world <laughs> good morning good afternoon and good evening yep uh, and uh, the know-it-all himself the greatest host of all times the host of the tequila tales live oh, he's gonna insert claps here. Mr. Isaac Paul. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. I didn't have to insert the claps this time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's a pleasure to be here, you guys. Are you just moaning? He pretends yeah, to be he's so... Been moaning he's like, all morning. Every, no, every time he, he does, he goes, oh, oh. Because <laughs> I'm just, I'm so, I'm just so amazed at the outpouring of love that I get. I like it. <laughs> from these artificial followers. It's, it's, it's great. It's great. Our followers are going up. Them shits are legit. 
You better. They are. I mean, to the point where they they even sending us uh, messages and emails. They are. You know, matter of fact, uh, 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 I I think we've had a few. You want to start with one? (laughs) You want to read one? You know what? You guys keep talking. I'm gonna go go ahead and find it. uh, Well, I'll I'll start with what the topic is. The the oh, you can start shouting people out. Yeah, absolutely. So the title of this episode is called Code Switch. And so if you Code Switch. What'd you say? Code code switch. switch. Oh, okay. I thought that's what we were talking say, about. Host fair. I was about to say that. Yeah, that goes into what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, because yeah. you you should keep a host. <laughs> Sometimes switch you got to switch your host. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> host got switch. to eat too. No. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I don't think y'all know what movie. Corn. Corn. That's, that's from a movie. Uh, if anyone can tell us what that movie is from, uh, you'll get? get a special gift. What's the gift? Uh, we ain't gonna tell them what the special <laughs> gift is, but we'll send it to you in the mail. Hoes got to eat too. All right. Anyway, keep I going. I was gonna give the hey. answer away, but if you want, <laughs> yeah. no, uh, no, you'll no. get a, a picture of Isaac Paul in the mail. <laughs> 11 Sign. by 14. Right. His, by 14. his calendar shoot. Of a headshot. <laughs> no. Um, All right. Like so the, the technical definition of code switch is the use of one dialect, register, accent, or language variety over another, depending on social or cultural context to project a specific identity. So... Do you want to read the listener letter first? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'll read it. And then we'll jump into this. So just real quick, with this, do you need like a PhD? No, no, sir. No, sir. For what? The code switch? (laughs) That definition. I'm like, shit, you need a Harvard degree? I'm sorry. If you didn't understand it, I don't know Let me put on my glasses (laughs) and a a sweater vest. So here's the deal. Uh, To Casey's point, we have uh, seen, you know, a steady increase of our listeners. And and first and foremost, thank you guys all for continuing to listen. Absolutely. uh, For tagging us in your post, for sending us messages. You know, it seems small, but understand that we're reading everything, the good, the bad, and the Literally. ugly. <laughs> However, good what some it does of y'all let us ignorant know. as fuck. So if you think we ignorant on this podcast, some of y'all need Jesus <laughs> and you are clearly letting us know your mama left you early oh in your life. And then, and then okay. there are other people who are just letting <laughs> us know that they appreciate uh, yes, our chemistry, our camaraderie. Are and, you know, that Peaches, means a lot, right? Because, you know, we don't just do this uh, just for shits and giggles. We for do each it because, other. Well, no. <laughs> right. I mean, we obviously enjoy one another's company. But what we're hoping is that the people that are listening are enjoying it as well. So exactly. the feedback means a lot. Mm-hmm. However, um, because it's not set up in, like, message thread, people that listen on SoundCloud, occasionally they'll make comments. Uh, Casey and both Brittany always say be certain to go in and you know hit us with the reviews on our iTunes mm-hmm. just cause you know let niggas know shit's real but many of you all send us personal messages you yes. send it through our website you send it to us personally Facebook. we're gonna go ahead and read one this week and I think this was directed at Omar no. they didn't they didn't they didn't call him out but I think he's the one that made this comment okay <clears throat> says uh, a comment was made on this podcast that anyone who says they only date one race is closed minded. Mm. Maybe some, but definitely not all. I only date people who look like me. It's my preference, which has been shaped by my life experiences. I do believe something is wrong if you are one race and you make the comment that you only date another race that is not your own. But there is nothing wrong, no matter the race, if someone has a preference of only dating their own race. So, That's you know, yeah, I thought it was interesting. At first, it, I was going to try to, you know, break it down, but it's, I it's, thought it was it's interesting. It's definitely uh, a great rhetoric. 
retort retort to the comment. But then it's just like, you know, if if Kodak Black says what he says, Mm. he has a preference too. What did he say? He said he doesn't like to date women the color of his skin. As dark as him. As dark as him, right? That's a preference too. Mm Mm-hmm. But I feel like, like everyone came after him. I think we all have a preference. Mm-hmm. Some people like bigger girls. Some people like smaller girls. Some girls like guys that are built. Some girls like the dad bod. We all got a preference, but I think when you, you, you still have to be open-minded. But you can definitely have a preference. I don't think it's anything wrong with dating who you want to date. Mm-hmm. So that comment was definitely directed at you. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> because that was definitely what you said. <laughs> Look at me, Brittany. Do it like I bite my tongue or something like that. <laughs> I said what I said. I said, what I, said. I said what I said. And I think everyone's titled to their opinion. And I think that was a good response. You know what I mean? True. That, hey, I like to date people that look like me. And I think that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. But I, my point now, was you can't be the person that says, I only date this person. To, to his or her point, I don't know if it was a man or woman, but if a person does say I only date like I'm black but I only date white people do you think that's problematic right that's oh, okay. problem, problematic yeah. well I didn't know if Omar felt that way because he and you know, that's, that's kind of what this person was saying right. a little bit too because I think that once you go there you kind of go into like possibly and I, I'm not going to psychoanalyze the person but possibly self-hate, self-hate. a little bit right. like, yeah. it's like like why is it that you don't like what it is that you exactly. see in the mirror is, and, and generally uh, probably 99% of the time is because of feelings of inadequacy or like low self-worth and so yeah I do think that that, that, that definitely is problematic but, but I, I can understand uh, but, you grow up around all sisters right. and, and so by nature you feel and, and honestly now okay hold on let me just retract what I just said because if you're the black guy that grew up around all white people then I can also understand your taste being shifted right. to your, well this is all I comfort. see this, this is my comfort or closest proximity or, or, whatever's in closest exactly. proximity so I guess by I default can't, you can't only are going to date white but women if you, or whatever but, and not even right. just that but like <clears throat> excuse me if you grew up where it was only white women around you and then you all of a sudden went to a black college or just somewhere where there was a lot more black women who are um, potentially more assertive or you know they know what they want and they come off very differently than the white women you're used to that can be intimidating to a man who only grew up around white women who were maybe a little bit more submissive or, you know, a lot submissive? of Submissive? Yeah. You think white women are submissive? Not all of them, but a good You just, like you nuts. just, you just, that was racist. <laughs> no, it fucking wasn't. That was Casey be racist. racist. Casey, Casey racist be racist as hell. And she don't even know it. And you have to call it out. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I made a promise to Barack Obama <laughs> that I will address racism head on. Casey be racist as hell. That is she fucking hell. She was like, uh, yeah, them bitches submissive as fuck. And so are Asian women. They're submissive. <laughs> now, they, now, they now, submissive. now do my toes. <laughs> she was like, and they can't drive. <laughs> and don't get me started on the Mexican. <laughs> It's like, whoa. Gang up on Casey Day. We're building a wall. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I thought that was a good comment. If you guys have more comments, please keep them coming. Yes, please send them in. Yeah, they're they're dope. So We ain't perfect. You just be respectful when you write your comments, though. I think that was a great point she made. Chastising the listeners. And maybe we didn't clarify that. But I like the way she clarified it for us. So thank you for that response. Yes, we appreciate it. So as far as code switching, based on that, um, if it, I don't know if you need an example because Omar was acting real fucking 
uh, CPS education type <laughs> shit First up in off, here. I reclaim my CPS time. Education. I reclaim my I time. Agree, but I, CPS. I like to reclaim my time. Chicago <laughs> public school. He acted like. He did not understand what I mean. He did act was. like a straight Tilden special. I'm no, sorry for I'm going to tell you. You read that shit. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me Eagle let me pull out. Let me pull out my dictionary so I can really get down to the bottom of this. The point I'm is, the like, source. do you have you ever code switched at work or in your social circles? Okay, define code switch again. Oh, okay. here we go. You want me to read it again or just kind of give just you like give the layman's the, I thought you got time. it at first Shut while you were throwing shots over here. <laughs> <laughs> <Those> dumb ass. <laughs> so, for instance. Yo, re re ass. That's so funny. Uh, Brittany. Did you yes. read that back for me? Fuck Say you. You want the you clarification done? too. You're trying to get us boycotted like the breakfast club in this moment. Okay. <laughs> um, Everybody boycotting something. Good right. Thing. Good God. But Brittany, so when you're at work and you're on the phone, you use a certain voice. Hell yeah. I put my Becky on. Okay. Let's hear your Becky voice. How do you Hi, t- this is Brittany. Thanks for calling. <laughs> I'm not gonna say where I work. Of course, not. yeah, because they'll get you fired. <laughs> <laughs> They're bitch. looking for you. She on it. She on it. Did you say she on the Colin but, Kaepernick? Right. But it's when a, you're, it's but a transsexual around here just waiting for Britney to slip up. Waiting for Britney to slip up. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I can't use your bathroom. Right. Okay. Wait till I okay. report. Can no, I use we your can bathroom? kick it, bitch, but no, take your motherfucking ass to your bathroom. Listen, uh, we're not Shit. doing that today. We're not doing the bathroom, All right. Britney. So, so you have... Stop eating corn. Pay <laughs> too much already we're only 45 minutes in Brittany you use that voice at work yes ma'am the voice you use with us is very different very different y'all say I'm inappropriate okay they don't like the word dick people okay but go ahead so that that means you code switched Oh, okay. Yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> you have minute, to though. in wait order minute, to though. survive out here though. in these but streets. Is that code switching though? Like, okay, to me, I feel like I got a buddy, and <sighs> yeah, man, I'm saying a lot of Uncle Tom shit. But anyway, <laughs> man, I got a buddy. He's 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 chocolate black, right? You know, like it's attractive nice. guy, attractive is guy, but attractive? chocolate chocolate black, right? And I don't know. You you all know black men. Typically, we have. Well, at least just from my perspective, not a greater majority of times, deeper voices mm-hmm. to the point where when you hear us on the phones, you can sometimes tell or black. wonder, man, am I talking to you? This sounds like a black guy. So he's got a natural deep voice, but I'd never forget, man. Back in the day, I heard this nigga on the phone talking to somebody from work and his shit went so high and nasally. <laughs> he literally sounded like this. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah. Oh, man, really? Oh, man, yeah. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking like, and all I'm thinking is, I'm not going to say his name, I'm thinking, nigga, like, bro, do you realize that when they see you, they are not only going to be taken aback, they may get offended because <laughs> they may not know you were code switching. They may think you were mocking them. Like, right. his code switch was so Maybe aggressively. Maybe he told someone he was a gay dude and he had to pretend and he didn't tell you tell you what was going on. <laughs> he said, hey. Right. I mean, it was just, it, and it well, sounded so like, I was like, bro, so you, you don't, don't have to do like that. So you don't feel like he was code switching? Oh, he fucking was. So why so don't that, you to think me, Brittany was? Because Brittany's voice is the same. She just uses non-slang she doesn't you know what i'm saying and I, th- I think we all do that and i don't think that that's code switching people don't cuss at work they use proper language at work the use of <laughs> you know, i cuss at work the all the use, time 
the use of one dialect register accent or language variety. I get over extremely another. right. So like dialect. Okay. So okay. Well, yeah. Accent I guess included. Dialect, but so you may use slang or curse words with your friends but you're not going to now curse words are, are I don't want to include that because, right, because nobody, I curse nobody, all do that. Yeah, I curse at work at church okay. <laughs> in front of my mama hey, like people, everybody people yes. Omar don't go to church <laughs> you said first let's, off let's, right. let's, let's clear up that fucking shit right there so you saying that's not a church that I go to on the west side you do not go to church on Sunday Bishop Don Juan church you I don't, said I don't go no there ain't no fucking Don Juan church alright okay but it, I mean Outside of cursing, it is code switching. If you're switching the way that you speak when you're in one place for another. Yeah. Now, I can admit that I code switch not only at work and, and in my friend groups, but I code switch between friend groups. She mm. does. Yeah. Mm. So I like with Brittany. So you're a chameleon. Yeah. We all know who you are. They don't know who she <laughs> is. <laughs> Casey, Listen, if that is your real name. Right. right. <laughs> and I have no problem being transparent and admitting that. But like with Brittany, you know, I can let my hair down. I can be really, really ratchet, which is a very deep part of my spirit. Like that is who yeah. I am. Um, but when I'm with friends of mine who are a lot more religious, a lot more um, conservative. From Omaha. No, no, no. My friends in uh, like Houston, Texas. Uh, and stuff she like, like that. I don't fuck with them niggas from Omaha. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love my friends from Omaha. But, um, you know, I, I tone it down a little bit. So I can still be silly and a little bit ratchet, but I, I dial it back because I want to be respectful. That's interesting. I don't talk about dicks. Because, you know, <laughs> okay, okay, so that's interesting. Because in, And then in my white regard, friends in Omaha, I don't, I don't really change the way I talk. Like my voice doesn't really change much, but the... The I mean I use a little bit more slang in certain in certain environments and then I use um, certain curse words in other environments and then, so yeah I I am not gonna so, lie I code so switch me, all the fucking time I, so to me I kind of feel like if if you don't code switch then you're not a developed nuanced person because that because that to me man shit and that too right like cause unemployed to me, and single that is you don't the very fun because I code uh, switch even with like my guy okay. Like, I'm very open with him and I talk to him about a lot. But how I am like with Casey mm-hmm. and then how I am like with our other friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And it's, <laughs> and it's sure. supposed to happen. He you knows now. He knows. Well, he knows. <laughs> right. He, he knows because he know can what. hear me right. in the He's background. Like, who have like I been with this whole time? <laughs> right. But right. I don't be. Cold switching. Like, right. like if me and him are at the movies or if me and him are eating and I'm getting drunk, Listen. I'm talking to him. Listen, Calm, like I'm like Omar, blah, 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 Omar, whatever. that nigga, Omar, but that nigga. That if, if me and I'm him don't have friends, a real I'm conversation, I'm loud. I'm open. I'm say that. I yeah. mean, if me and Omar got to have a real conversation, I got to get up and leave the room with whoever it is I'm sitting around. And shit. Like that's <laughs> like that's how vicious the code switch can get. But but see, to me, that's not even me being a different person. It's I'm sharing. See, okay. First off, I feel like I'm multifaceted, right? Like I have different sides, yeah. And and I feel like the more multifaceted, there's a book for those of you guys that are nerds like me. There's a book that um, my geometry teacher forced me to read back in high school called Flatland, and it was a satire, and it, but it was also like an analogy, a big analogy where it was a two dimensional world, and the each shape it was was uh dealing with classes so if you were like a triangle you weren't as high class as a square like the more sides you had the more um upper class you were and and uh a circle was a, was basically like a, a priest 
which oh. was supposed to be at the top. And they it, had it, no sides. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was real deep. It got into some deep geometrical shit or whatever. But um, when I even think about that just as an analogy, right, that in, in that two-dimensional world, the more sides you had gave you a higher standing right you were more complex exactly mm-hmm. and that's and that's what i was getting at mm-hmm. is that i feel like it's the same way in this three-dimensional world people who have multiple sides and can embrace those sides mm-hmm. typically are more complex you know i mean yeah. some people are just fucking vanilla and that's what i call them when i'm describing certain people they're vanilla mm-hmm. like yeah i'm someone's father I'm someone's son and I'm a husband and I go to church, right? <laughs> like they have no yeah, nuance, depth. no no depth, nothing right. that says like, oh man, you I know, where you weed. get to God see that nigga. I swear to God, if you've never smoked weed or drink, man, there are so many women that I have not dated because I found out they did not drink or smoke weed. I'm like, you got to have a vice. Right, I'm not right. saying I'm looking for like, uh, you know, a bitch to be strung out. You know what I'm right. saying? But like, if you but have no edge, I'm not no gonna edge, wake up and you standing no over me edge. praying, bitch. <laughs> no, throwing salt on the bitch. <laughs> no. Bringing in demons. No, get in them that shit the fuck away from me. You gotta have some kind of <laughs> Stop depth. Them. Well, the Something. Japanese now, say okay. that we all have different faces. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the 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 face that we know internally is the one we show ourselves when we're not around people. Right. Mm. Okay. 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 I, got, I got a question. So who has seen all your sides? Is there one person in your world or multiple people who has seen all your sides and mm, knows how to question. adapt w- when you switch it up? Omar. Isaac. Omar. I would say the yep. same thing. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. Great. Okay. And, right. and, and then Erica. Erica has seen quite a few. My sister. Which 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 why I think I rock with Capricorn so hard because it's something about them that just let you know what I'm That's saying. Funny. But like yeah yeah. No my my yeah. boyfriend has seen it. My mother for the most part. <laughs> I don't I don't curse I haven't or anything. Had a chance to kick it with your mom. Oh just she's yet, good. So she's, she has she's good seen times. She's a flower child. The Britney um, side. Yeah she has yeah. She she don't want to meet you. She, she does. Yeah, I met her. She loves. We just was watching some jazz, so we did watch jazz that day. We did want to hang out with you. I was real cultured, but no, my 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 late sister, she saw all of it. Okay, all of it. My parents, yeah. They see all of really? your shit. They have seen <laughs> every Your parents are cool as shit. Side. Bless their heart. <laughs> so, <laughs> really, though. Because I know they were probably just looking at you sleeping, like, moving a pillow over, like, <laughs> should we do it? Like, <laughs> you like, think we'll dad, get away with it? Shut your ass up. My dad has seen me at work, <laughs> in a political setting, with my friends, with bad relationships, with good relationships. So, he knows. Everything. And he could look at me and be like... Uh-uh. Bring it in. Mm. Uh-uh. Brittany, <laughs> you you That's actually, dope. you made a great point. I'm sorry to cut I you short, that. but you made a great point earlier about uh, being a certain type of person with your friends um, in comparison to how you are with your man. Yeah. Now, do you demand things of your friends, but then when it comes to your man, you may give him a little more wiggle room? A hundred thousand percent. What the fuck? Bitch, listen. It's because the fucking was involved. Listen, okay, first off, my friends, you're my outlet. That code switch was fucked up, man. No, you're my outlet. You need to be, as I feel like I have to be, as available to you emotionally 
as possible, okay? Because we all, regardless of how close you are with your friends, we all go through different things, whether you share it, share everything, or you don't. We all go through different things just as human beings, you know? So if I'm reaching out and I need you, like, emotionally, you may not be, I'm, I'm pretty open, like, you know, okay, you busy right now, cool, but I need to talk to you sometime this week or whatever. So I'm expecting a certain level of, you know, understanding or even availability emotionally for my friends. From my guy, I'm expecting him to be emotionally available. But a lot of female shit that sometimes we be tripping about, I keep a lot to myself mm. with him when it mm. comes down to certain things like mm. that. You know, like I'll talk to him about 98% of what stuff. That, what about kicking friends to the curb for your man? Mm. Def- define mm. that. You know what that means. <laughs> she gave that R. Kelly that. answer. Wait yeah. a minute, wait a minute. Define <laughs> right. teenage. Define teenage. What that, what that mean? What is, what is, when thing. you say teenage. What's that mean? What you Define mean? kicking your friends for 16 the car to 17. Man. Okay, so say you had plans with your friends. Okay. And you are getting ready, y'all, finna go out. Now it's a group of friends, so it's not just you and one other person. Okay. And then the boyfriend calls. And it's like, listen, this is the only night I'm be able to get together with you. Can we get? Can we hook up? Mm. What's uh? Okay. What? Uh, how long have I been talking to him? Where are we at? Mm. A year. Mm. <laughs> I love this See? question. Right, that was a good question. <laughs> she has stopped. Okay. As, as my friends, depending on how new the situation is and how new, I'm bitch. emotionally invested into this, okay. Mm-hmm. If I felt like I needed to. Make a quick audible and cancel for the night as long as I wasn't the driver. Okay. <laughs> then I but think they were depending on you for your laughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's do this. One of the girls went through a breakup. Oh, oh I need you there. Shit. I need you there. Oh, fuck. Well, like an episode of fucking insecure. All of a sudden, shit. And, okay. and, that, and to switch it up, you've only been with this dude for seven months. Oh, shit. Shit. And he plans Have we had sex? Mm. Yeah, y'all had oh, sex. Oh, yeah, for sure. You, you, Am I on my period? No. no. Why God do you have to go there? And it's great sex, too. God damn it. Y'all what do you do? Up. Oh, this is what I do. All right, got it. Boom. Yes. Got to be there for my bitches. Why? Because a bitch is hurt. A bitch is down. Okay? So, <laughs> bitch, bitch, down. Down. bitch, bitch in distress. <laughs> a bitch is in distress. So, I got to be there. So, I'm going to be there. But then I'm going to put him like, listen, babe, listen, listen, listen. Listen to me. All right. I see you at 1130. <laughs> I can't That's do it. I can only do it at this time. Ah, after this, I'm flying out of town. Listen, listen, listen. I feel like Brittany got pimp game. This is <laughs> you're the way say that. Baby, listen here. I got you. 1130. <laughs> Grab a soda out the trunk of the car. There's some chips in there for your little brothers in there. <laughs> so, I got to pick wait up a minute, big wait a minute. I would, Okay, I would be there for my girl, but I would definitely try to squeeze his his shit in later that night. She okay. she said his shit in. She's about to say his dick. <laughs> I'm definitely trying to squeeze his dick in. <laughs> squeeze some dick in. No, what's funny though is as complicated as we've made that story <laughs> for you. We added every copy. Right, right. Wait a minute, but but before you threw in that last curveball, Casey. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brittany had the solution. <laughs> oh, I'm be there. I'm gonna be there for home team. But I'm texting that nigga like, yo, <laughs> we're done. 
ready, nigga. <laughs> Keep the door away. unlocked. <laughs> right. I'm coming through the basement, nigga. <laughs> right. And I'm going to sit on your face. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then he would have been like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, niggas don't suck. Niggas He'll go out with his guys. He'll go out with his guys. I'll link up with you later. Now, wait a minute. We have talked about on this podcast, like, prioritizing you know men and women x y and z so from you guys's perspective in that same scenario who do you put first you know damn well guys don't give a fuck about another guy breaking up yeah okay his mom died i think i saw i think i saw a uh a video on facebook about that one time made a popular video where a dude was just like, yo, man. no, no, no. Or was that? Or was that little rail? Wasn't that little rail? That, that was little rail that was talking about uh, how, like, you know, you guys be calling you All up right, and want some wine ass. or something. Right, you know, like, man, ass, fuck nigga. that. <laughs> like, you'll be all right, bro. You'll be good, man. You'll be good. Go holler at some more chicks, man. Right. I'll go out with you. <laughs> right. So, do you think code switching is being fake? No, nope. I think it's no. actually adjusting to your environment. Like, you cannot approach every group of people, every situation the exact same way. That's how you lose. That's how you don't understand why shit didn't work out for you. How you are in one area, in one situation, situation is not going to be the same when you're over here with this different set of people. Mm-hmm. So, I, I totally agree. Yeah, no, it's not and, being fake and, at and all. And to be perfectly honest... No one cared who I was until I put on the mask. Oh, my God. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and if you know where that's from, I'll send you a 60 by 60-inch picture of Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can name that movie. Hang on your wall, anyway, No, uh, now here's the deal when we talk about cold switching, and I think this is where we have to be cautious because mm-hmm. when you – the, the reason I drew the distinction um, in the onset between cursing and non-cursing is because I actually feel like I don't cold switch. But, but I think it deals... Think. Right. And, yeah. and I think a lot of times it deals with um, your, your definition of cold switching. You know, I'll never forget hanging out with, oh, like probably first maybe six months of us knowing one another. And we sit and he takes me back to Inglewood. Mm-hmm. One of his guys that used to own a barbershop and shit. Somehow we all end out in the alley drinking alcohol alley. and smoking. It's some crazy shit. Yeah. Omar goes around all these guys that, you know, got stripes and all that other shit. Man, man, it's my nigga right here. Ike, man, 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 he's smart as hell, man. Hey, Ike, man, man, what's that word you used the other day? Ike, man, 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 tell him that word you used, man. I'm sitting here like, I don't know these niggas, man. And why you just put the target on my back as a smarty art nigga? You know, but I was like, fuck it. I was like, matriculate. He's like, that's what I'm talking about, nigga, matriculate, man. That's what I'm telling you. This nigga's intelligent as hell. So I'm laughing, right? But it, well, what I've noticed in a lot of environments is, when you know it's it, it's different to switch up your language. It's different to switch up like you know your um your 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 like I'm not even gonna say as far as enunciation, but like cursing the actual words that you're using. But at the core, I feel like if you're authentic to who you are, because there's some people that code switch and you're really a fucking asshole in real life. Yeah. But now you're acting like you know oh i'm oh yes and when i went to church you see what i'm saying like yeah. i feel like with all of us in this room our code switch is more kind of uh, cosmetic mm-hmm. it's a cosmetic code switch but 
if you fall in love with me at work, you're probably going to love me in outside really, of work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I'm not a different person. Mm-hmm. I'm just not cursing because I, I respect. I'm not loud and extra how I would be with my You friends. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And I, and but I'm when you're like on the phone, Brittany. Schmoozing the customer, you know, whatever the case Both of is. you guys, they yep. know that both of you all are compassionate people. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why, why they fall in love with you. So if they end up realizing, oh, shit, she's got some edge. Oh, shit, she can get a little ratchet here and there. Then that ends up just adding nuance or or color to just you know your aura and they end up loving yeah. you more because you know at the saying? christmas party i'll be dropping it to the floor picking it back up and shit oh like they God. are not stop it. ready stop for it, it but stop they it. love it stop every it. time stop this reminds it. me of a story with a, a customer i was on the phone with and you can tell she was like a a younger girl she's probably like 25 years old okay and we started talking about game of thrones Yes. So at first she was so proper corporate all the way through. <laughs> oh, shit. We started talking about Game of Thrones Man, and I saw her getting a little more loose. Like, She's <laughs> getting a little more loose with the conversation. And about 10 minutes in, she's like, man, I'm looking at this bitch. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm at work. And she just started swearing the oh whole time. And then oh she got like, oh my pearls. And I was like, oh, my God. And then we just going in. And, and everyone's like, who the fuck are you talking to? So this I had nigga to go finger. in. So I start cursing. And we both going in like, hell yeah, that's my shit. And they were like, are you talking to one of your friends? I'm like, no, I'm talking to a customer. <laughs> she went in, so I had to go in. Right, you know I mean? right. It's like you got to mirror your customer. Why are you right, mad at me? Right. Like, she was like, "You was like, fuck Cersei." Everybody in the office looking at me. <laughs> like, who is he talking to? Sorry, you guys. <laughs> I apologize, uh, Mister uh, <laughs> Mister Manowski. I apologize about that. This is a customer. <laughs> But she went in, and yeah. I was just like, That's but funny. we became best friends. She emails oh, me yeah. every Monday yeah. about Game of Thrones. <laughs> She's like, we need to get on the phone soon. Are y'all, are y'all going to still be friends after next season is over? Oh, yeah. We'll probably still be friends. She's going to be coming to Chicago with her girlfriends. They're going to be watching Confederate things. <laughs> right. I know. I'm going to be wearing the flag across my Shit. Y'all know, y'all know Omar love White Guilt Week. Yeah, he said he don't do Black History Month. He do White Guilt Week. <laughs> oh, yeah. So stay away from me doing White Guilt Week because that's why we watching the slave movies. White Guilt Week. <laughs> All week. That is not a week. <laughs> it's my week. It's one week I take out and I just watch all black <laughs> slave <laughs> movies. Cinema. So, so stay away all from me. All black if you don't slave like cinema. White guilt movies because I will hit you over the head with them. You'll be like, again? <laughs> this is the best part. <laughs> <laughs> this is when he cut everyone up. Oh my God. All right. So to circle back and not to like spoil the movie, but it's a mild spoiler. So if you really, really hate spoilers, then don't freaking listen. But it's been out for three weeks, so you need to go see the fucking movie um girls trip uh regina hall's character was a high-powered um author and her and her husband were featured on a lot of things and their relationship was the the core of their business and they had obviously sort of fallen out of love or um or it was a partnership to begin with i couldn't really tell which one but they were in a partnership and he was clearly seeing somebody else on the side and she was aware of it. And so my question is for her to be aware of it, but to continue to put on this air as her and her husband or this perfect couple, because the, the book was, you could have it all. Like that's the name of the book. And you know, it was that basically you can have a great husband, a perfect marriage, all of these things. And I'm, 
I'm trying to determine if her being that person in front of the camera while simultaneously knowing that he was being or, you know, being unfaithful to her and, and seeing somebody else and getting all of these things that he was looking for from someone else. Was she being fake or living a double life or code switching herself? She was most definitely living a double life. She's putting a career first. Instead of herself. Yes. And what's like, say it wasn't impacting her emotionally. What's wrong with that? You said say it wasn't. Yeah. Because it because it clearly was eventually. But if if she was perfectly fine knowing all of these things and being in this partnership was the most important thing to her, like if she was on some Oprah shit, like, well, because her marriage was done. So what was wrong with that was is that she was promoting this perfect life with her and her husband this perfect relationship that didn't exist so everything that she was saying that all women you can be successful you can have a faithful husband have a you know amazing marriage and not have to worry about you know um sacrificing yourself for someone else or sacrificing yourself for your you know sacrificing your goals in order to put all this work into your relationship you can have the perfect husband and have the perfect career that was a lie that was a lie because mm-hmm. this wasn't the the time that they blew up in the movie wasn't the only time he was caught cheating. Mm-hmm. She had caught him before mm-hmm. and they had just agreed to continue with the partnership to put up the fake front. So go ahead and tell the movie, the Brittany. Sorry. So no need to see it. Listen, you don't have to see it because Brittany's going to basically. <laughs> I, give you I'm the, the one the who opened <laughs> the door. going to give you oh the my. entire movie. She said. <laughs> I reclaim my spoiler, time. Spoiler, nigga. <laughs> what the fuck ever. Spoiler. So that's when it's wrong. Like mm-hmm. it's wrong because it wasn't real. It wasn't real. They were putting up a front. Yeah. And so then that would lead back to a podcast we had before. The relationship was transactional, right? Yes. Everybody was there for something. Exactly. And he was clearly cool with that. Like, he kept leading with that to make her let it go. Like, he got caught and he's like, you know, our brand depends on us being together. Like, you can't leave me. Like, in order for us to survive Mm. as, as who we are, we have to stay together. There's no Ryan without me. Like, there's no you without me. Get it, boo. And see, that to me is where shit gets weak because, you know, the way that Casey initially asked the question, my mind went somewhere else, right? Like, because I'm, the one thing that I'm trying to get away from personally, and it's something that I kind of push people to push back against as well, is this belief that all relationships have to feel the same. All relationships are not supposed to feel the same. And when we put ourselves in this, like, kind of linear mode where we believe that, oh, yeah, you know, because, okay, the way the way that you first, you know, brought it out Casey and, and, and you asked a good question on the back end which was if she's fine with it emotionally or if it's not affecting her emotionally mm-hmm. is there anything wrong with that then simply the answer is no right mm-hmm. like I get tired of people feeling like all women are supposed to be extra emotional mm-hmm. and they're supposed to want kids mm-hmm. and they're supposed to want the family some women want to get out here and get this fucking money Get Some women want to get this get money. They want to get their shit. Remember, they want to boss up. They, they want to boss up. up. And there's remember, nothing wrong with that. The same way some saying. guys want to be in these extra emotional ass relationships. Oh, and God. we shouldn't make them into being like, <laughs> yeah. oh, he's not a man. She's not a woman. Yeah. No, would you be they're a going home, after Dad, what they want. No, because that's, but, but that's not who I am. But, but I have you? no Say Oprah's your wife. 
And she said, you, I just want you to stay home. Well, see, I'm not really, I'm not really at home with a couple billion dollars in the bank, right? I'm yeah, watching I the kids. That. I watch the kids. Let's go, y'all. We not, out here. Right. I'm not cooking. Right, I ain't, no, no, I, I ain't in that bitch that. making hamburger But she wants you to be a stay-at-home hubby. And you then, going? Would you go? I might not be able to, man. I'm too. Yeah. I'm too. I'm too personally yeah. ambitious in terms of like what I want to. Okay, she'll let you host a PGA tour like she do for Stedman. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be good with that. You get out a little bit. You're you good with that? Stop no, it. Stop but it. Isaac, to your point, there was a line in the movie where she said to her friends, "I can't talk to you all about this because you don't understand my life," and that resonated with me because I thought, like, even though. In this particular scenario, it did impact her. There are plenty of women who it doesn't. They are doing this shit transactionally. And why do we have to be judged? Because society says, you know, you're supposed to be in a faithful marriage and a loving marriage. I totally agree. Like, if if you're just out here trying to get it. But But it's not even just society. Women say this to one another while simultaneously not being the person themselves that they are saying this to the other person. Sure. It's like we all be full of shit is what I'm getting at. Because yeah. when you start to peel back the layers of each individual's relationship, you start to realize we're all dealing with a significant level of bullshit. Yeah. In order to progress, mm-hmm. whether it's, oh, the nigga don't pay for a lot of shit or oh, she don't do this or he doesn't do that. And it's like, but then we paint this big, broad brush picture where it's like, oh, but this is what a successful relationship looks like. Yet none of us are living that. Mm -hmm. So at what point do we start to say, yo, can a nigga just be happy or can I just do me? Right. Can Can I I, do me me and not have my girlfriends or my guy friends judge me? Right based off of what they think I should be doing, even though they're not doing that shit themselves. That's when see, I start to be like, But see, the problem eh. is, is, I think it's not just about judging because a lot of her friends were ready to squad up with dude. Like, fuck you. Like, like mm. you are Legit. hurting. Yeah, you Fine. are hurting my friend. And so, so she was hurting. She, yeah. she, so, I mean, so she wasn't no, the no, person. No. In the initial stages, she made she it okay seem like it. she wasn't hurt by it but Mm. but her friends it didn't matter because society says that's not okay and so i need to knock you the fuck out as as her friend i think that i think that as her friends her friends knew that she always wanted love or she always wanted their family or she always wanted you know a husband that was that was amazing so when they found out he was a piece of shit they was ready to squad up and legit Legit squad out with him, yeah. right. and then you, you would catch let her. Let me know who probably squad. Listen, listen, uh, it was amazing. Yeah, I wish people would mind their damn business. No, no, because if I'm with <laughs> if I'm with Casey and yeah. I find out her guys on some bullshit, oh. Nigga. You gonna call the police? Cause we gonna, gonna be shit. out here. You said you gonna call the police. Let, let sure me did tell you something. I did. You gonna did, be did like? I, I think that? he just stole something. Say that. Okay. I'm glad you was listening. I'm glad you was listening. But like I said, if I find out. Then I'm on the same shit. Like there's no fucking way. We her issue at that point is my issue. Because I feel like that's some that's some detrimental ass shit to do to a person. Just let them go. Like don't be a bitch about so it. So you gonna confront the dude? Hell fucking confront? yeah. And what you gonna say? What you, what you, what you, what you, you gonna, gonna say? Him. What you gonna say to him? 
Don't worry about look, it. I ain't going to tell you all yeah, my secrets. Brittany, Brittany got on a scarf right now, so <laughs> I already know what she going to say. She, she, she got a motherfucker. She's going to put she flour. Like she's ready to fight right, right now. She's going to put flour in this gas tank. Like, it's sugar. Flour. It's sugar, my dude. You're like, well, I put flour in there. He's going to be baking. He's going to be baking. Like, you would catch her. Shut up. You would catch her later in the movie, like, talking to herself, telling herself that she's beautiful, she's successful, she's good. Like, just really trying to How did the movie end? It was really great. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you gave us, the, you just gave us just about all of it. Nigga, you might as well close it out. Go see the fucking movie. No. Well, but we, no, don't we don't need to, need to now. Did Brittany, Brittany <laughs> you just tell her how it's in Stop. so we no. can move the fuck on? Brittany made a great point because I think the difference is you know your friend. So, like, if she was just some cold-hearted bitch who just was like, They wouldn't give a fuck. They'd be like, that's oh, that's her. That's just how she is. She clearly doesn't care. No, but care. they kept fucking with her like, are you sure? Are you sure? Uh-uh. Yeah. No, you deserve this. No, no, no. No, 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 and no. Like, see, but, that's just, but see, just but even that, richer, I would have to see it. I know it's good, but I would have to see yeah, it, though. Yeah, because yeah. I'm telling you, I see situations where people legitimately are good with shit mm -hmm. until you get enough people around you convincing you that you're supposed to feel bad about some shit. Yeah. Like, I've been in that situation, right, where I've had people, my family members, sometimes even parents and shit that will go so far into making me think differently about the path that I'm on that I start thinking fuck maybe I should be doing that maybe I should have stayed there and did that maybe I should go back to school and do that like I I and it gets to a point where you most of us most of us if we're being very honest most of us are living our lives for other people yeah. there's a very few people that are really out here doing their own fucking thing and when you find those individuals that do their own thing they're always getting pushed back yeah and it's not because people got a real issue with what it is that they're doing it's that people are intimidated by someone that is out here doing their own thing. Because yeah. at that point, you then have to you're look at yourself. You're pushing back against the man. Man, you're pushing <laughs> back against the system. Yes. And so the, the entire matrix will implode if a certain individual... Uh, really does free themselves because there's the fear that oh shit if you're living free yeah. then now I got to look at myself and yes. I'm not living free yes and then other people are like wait a minute why is he or she over there living free yeah and then it just it's like a whole rippling effect you right. know what I'm saying yeah it's true I I think that um bye boo <laughs> I do think that that uh, anytime you see somebody doing something that potentially either you want to be doing or seems intimidating to you it can make you feel less than or like if I'm not doing that then there's something wrong with me or I need to be looking internally and that's the danger too with like social media like feeling or comparing your right. real life to somebody's highlight reel Absolutely. and that's not fair to Absolutely. yourself you know what I, I mean? totally so, agree yeah um Isaac Paul Yes, ma'am. Do you have an opinion today? I always have an opinion. Oh shit! Okay. 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 I'm gonna keep this one brief, okay. but but I'm a, I'm gonna let you guys know now. Um, before you hear the the end track that we normally close out on, um, I'm going to allow Casey to rap, but then I'm going to end with a. Um, it was a video I saw posted earlier today about the recent. Um, well, well, well. It was Minister Louis Farrakhan okay. that was speaking about his conversation with Jay-Z mm -hmm. uh, dealing with the album 444. Okay. <clears throat> but I'll start my opinion. I'll keep this very brief. 
Uh, the opinion today is about just, you know, uh, family and really what it means to have family. You know, I saw yesterday and I haven't even watched the full thing yet, but I saw something that Issa Rae posted and it was like modeled after the Friends, you know, the old show, the sitcom show. And it had uh, characters from uh, it's the, that's the new Moonlight video. You said it's the, right. Okay, yeah. yeah, I just saw a clip. She just showed a piece right, of it. Right, she yep. showed a piece of it, but it had her, and it had some people from um, from Rome. ATL. It had people from um, the Carmichael show. Mm-hmm. Little Rail. Right, Little Rail. Right, right. But, but, but basically what it was was just showing that pretty much everything that we've been talking about, even just throughout this week, but on this podcast, like this black excellence that's been happening and how they're not, fighting they're not feuding but they're actually friends i haven't even watched it yet but just in watching the small clip that she put on ig i I didn't even realize that that was something that jay-z um was a part of his 444 album i just looked at it and was like this is the dopest shit i've seen all season right because i love all of these shows and they're all so different but they're all still winning And it shows that just because one person makes it out of the hood or one person is getting on doesn't mean that another person can't. You know, for for many years, we've been conditioned to believe that someone getting something means that you can't have it. We don't see things as we can all get it together. We don't see it as actually your success helps my success. Right. Like what Jay-Z said, you know, what's better than one billionaire too? Especially when they the same hue as you, you know, like, yo, like we're so busy trying to stop one another from being successful. We're hating on one another because the whole crabs in a barrel mentality that we don't understand that. No, this is actually a magnifier. This is what the Jewish people did. This is how they fucking became so powerful, even though they were a minority, was that they learned how to not only pull their resources, but they realized, man, when you get out the hood, Jackie Robinson didn't stop all other black people from getting into the National Basketball League. I mean, the National Baseball League. He benefited other people because once they saw how amazing he was, once he got out and he actually did things, he was not only able to bring back that tutelage, that experience, that wisdom back to the hood to not only help and encourage other people, but then the other individuals that were the investors got to see, okay, yeah, man, we've been trying to block them, but shit, if you want to win... This is what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, going back to the whole conversation about Colin Kaepernick, um, you know, I'm going to play this clip from Lewis, uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan. And and I think he made an amazing point, uh, but he didn't even draw it back to the Colin Kaepernick situation. But as you listen to it, I want you to think about what's going on in the NFL right now. And as much as we want to boycott, see, let me tell you something that black people do. We are great at exalting the shit that we don't like we are great with always having our voice and utilizing our voice to talk about the stuff that we don't like instead of utilizing our voice to promote the things that we do like it's like you have an option you can either be uh anti-war or you can be pro-peace most people choose to be anti-war So you boycotting the NFL is you being anti-war. If you want to be pro-peace, why don't you support this new basketball league that Ice Cube just set off and launched, right? Because that's owned by a black man. And as that shit continues to grow, see, now all of a sudden you've got 
black people owning something. Here's the deal. Most popular sports right now, NFL, you know, uh, NBA, soon to probably be the uh, NHL, is owned by us. It's own, And then, shit, if you're talking about the National Baseball League, uh, that, while not owned by black people, oh, it's definitely owned by brown people as far as I'm concerned in terms of the actual talent that's on the field. Talent that's on the field. It's not, these are not organizations that white people are the fuel of. And so, you, you know, we got to get to a point where, okay, if we really want to talk about moving the needle, we can't just protest the bad shit because someone posted something on Facebook that I agree with recently where they said, okay, how long is the boycott supposed to be for? And the reason they were asking this is because do we just pull back instantly once someone signs Kaepernick? So now all of a sudden we're happy, you know, like that really doesn't solve the underlying issue, right? Because... Th- you know, same rich white people are still going to be making billions of dollars. Uh, they're still going to be, you know, uh, uh, telling people what they can and can't support. They're still going to be more or less controlling all of these different aspects. So if all of a sudden Cleveland Browns decides to pick him up, put him on the bench, third string, and he never gets in. Now, all of a sudden, your woke soul feels satiated enough to watch the NFL. Like, we have to start thinking about more concrete results beyond that. And that was the point I was trying to make. That's why I don't know if I'm totally invested in the boycott because just because some bootleg-ass team decides to pick him up but he sits on the bench the entire time doesn't all of a sudden make me feel like I've earned some type of moral victory and now I can support the NFL. That's why I said I place more of the honest on the individuals that were on the field with him because they're the ones that can move the needle. They're the ones that if they decided to all collectively take knees or collectively decided to forfeit games or whatever, then all of a sudden you would see a dramatic movement in not only the social consciousness, but you would get a lot of rich white billionaires that are backing much of the stuff that we're talking about. Because if all black people tomorrow stopped watching the NFL, they're still going to survive because we only represent 13 percent of the population. So, yeah, we put a dent in their pockets, but we don't stop them from eating. However, the niggas that's actually performing inside of their organization, if all of a sudden these type of things became important to them. Oh, see, now all of a sudden you're crippling the entire empire. So we need to make certain that we are not inadequately uh, uh, placing our our anger and our frustration and gearing it towards the people who sit up on Sundays after working 40 hour weeks, 50 hour weeks and just want to watch a game. Why are we placing all the honest on us? Why don't we place it on the individuals that could have been taking knees with him? Because that's really how the real shit gets changed. But once again, that's my opinion. And I'm sticking to it. Awesome. Thank you, Isaac Paul. Excellent. Thank you all for listening. I am Casey Alana. Brittany had to dip out a little bit early, but I'm going to shut it down. As usual, she does remind you to review us on iTunes. Isaac reminded you as well. It's really important. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you like, what you don't like, all those great things. Um, If you want to follow us on all of our social media channels, that would be awesome as well. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All of them are at The Tequila Tales. We also have a YouTube channel where you can see all of our up-to-date videos. And 
definitely follow us um, or go to our website at thetequilatales.com to stay in tune on all of the upcoming live shows that we'll be having in various cities. We will be going on tour later this year, so you definitely want to stay in tune with that stuff. So if you have any questions or comments, definitely send us an email at info at thetequilatales.com. And we will see you all next week. Well, I have never had a conversation with Brother Jay-Z until I heard his album played for me by my grandchildren. <laughs> he said, Dad, you got to hear this. So they sat me down and played the whole album for 44. My son said, wow, that's a great number, Dad. Because at 4.44 in the morning, I'm getting up for Fajr prayer. Mm. I said, hmm. So that's what he saw in 4.44. I saw something else. And I, when I heard it, I was sad. Mm-hmm. So I said, I got to reach out to my brother. Because he talked about somebody killing him or people desiring to harm him. I saw death too, but I never saw death for this great brother from somebody harming him. So I called him and I said to him, brother, I see death too, but I see the death of Jay-Z of old. And I see the birth of a new Jay-Z. Jay-Z who in that album talked about his beginning with drugs. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the few brothers who sold drugs, who was uh, allowed to get out of the drug business and clean the money by doing something progressive like the Kennedy did. Right. Mm-hmm. You notice how I said, Mr. Kennedy did. And the Because these people engaged in criminal activity, but they were allowed to cleanse the money from illegal activity to send their children to college, to make one a senator, two a senator, and one a president of the United States. And right here, in downtown Chicago is a big building, merchandise mart. a merchandise mart, as a sign of Kennedy wealth. That's right. But Rick Ross was not allowed to do that. That's right. Frank Lucas was not allowed to do that. Big Meech was not allowed to do that. So once we get into the drug business, when they bust us, they take the drugs. That's right. Take and what we money. have. Then they redistribute the drugs and then take the money and pass it out to whoever they want to pass it out to. But Jay-Z was fortunate. And from that, Jay-Z built an empire off of rap, and he and his wife, uh, Beyonce, are now billionaires. Well, I heard him say, what's better than one billionaire? It's two of the same hue. I said, boy, this man, to me, 
is becoming a leader in the economic development of our people. Because if that billionaire family meets with P. Diddy, right. meets with others, and they pool their resources, he talked about the Jewish ownership of property. I do not know how that is anti-Semitic. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad told us, study the white man. He is successful. He makes no excuses for his failures, and he works together in a collective way. We should do the same. Black people are too individualistic in order to do great things, we've got to learn the value of pooling our intelligence, our knowledge, our money to do the thing that will cause us to be honored and respected by civilized people all over the world. So I saw Jay-Z's album, God, as a, a new beginning for him and possibly a new beginning for us and by my showing up at, at Ice Cube's start of a basketball league for black people, wow. If tomorrow this gets bigger and bigger, white people that own the stadiums may say, I'm sorry, we're not renting to you. Then we'll pool our money and buy stadiums and buy places for our artists to perform. Look, it's our day now. Yes, sir. And we can't sit around and act bad if the white man don't want us in his place. Yes, Set the thing up for yourself. The time is now. That league will have black people and white people and Asian people and Arab people spending their money to see us because we are the game. Yes, we right. are the real That's game right. Right. in sport and play. Right. Let's make some money for self and do something constructive to advance our people.